Hello, everybody, and welcome. Gotta find my Everything has its time. Show me your reason and I'll soon show you a rhyme. Cast it on the windowsill, children fit in the snow. Why do I feel I don't fit in anywhere I go? Rivers belong where they can ramble. Eagles belong where they can fly. to 
uh, critiquing and judging. I'm pretty sincere and honest, and I will honestly say that my friends are ridiculously good. So anyway, I am going to just kind of, I guess, hope that some people call in. You can just give me a call, and we can talk about what's going on, or you can ask me a question about what's going on with me. But most of all, it's just about uh, taking the day today, seeing how long we can go with you as a guest as well. So uh, that being said, I guess I can talk about me, but I would feel weird about it. Um, I guess there's a, a professional way to do it, just letting you guys know some of the stuff that's coming up. I will have, courtesy of World Movement Records, I was in the studio uh the last couple months uh finishing up some some songs for uh three holiday releases that will be released through world movement records and um one is an original that i wrote and i had taken a stab at recording it before but i wasn't happy with the way the way it was done and i I have a very set idea of the song when it was written of the amount of, of passion and, and that kind of thing. And I uh, was able to go in the studio and actually make the version that I have really wanted to make since I first wrote it. And I'm very excited to say that that will be coming out within the next couple, uh, within the next few days, actually. <laughs> And then after that, there will be two more. Uh, one will be a version of Mary Did, Mary, Mary Did You Know, uh, which I think is a great song. Um, and it's uh, one that I felt really good about redoing and getting in there and, and uh, laying it all out. And it's a great song, really good message. Uh, for those of you that celebrate Christmas and uh, are are of the are 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 of the belief that Jesus is the reason for the season, the song really fits well. And finally, the last song that will be released is uh, my uh, interpretation of "O Holy Night," which was really kind of incredible to get to do because it's something that I had wanted to sing forever and I had done other people's uh, arrangements and and I enjoyed it but I always had something in my head of what I wanted and I have to give a shout out I went to Seattle Sound Productions and uh, worked with Jimmy Flaherty and he produced the most incredible track and we did it kind of interesting. Uh, we recorded my vocals, a rough vocal first of where I wanted to go, the song to go. I knew what key it was going to be in, but where we, I wanted the song to go, the pacing, the timing, how the ending was going to be. So I actually sang, I sang it first, and Jimmy was able to build a track around that, which was absolutely incredible. Um, to see um, a lot of times people do the track first and the singer comes in and lays down the vocals. But because I had wanted to sing this song for such a long time, 
and had such a concept in my head of the feel and the rhythm and everything. Uh, I got to go in and do the vocals first, a rough track of the vocals. He built a skeleton track around that and then began, began, we began filling in the pieces of that. And then I went back in and did uh, the vocals uh, for it and was mastered and everything. So it was an incredible experience and I absolutely loved it. Uh, Jimmy was amazing. And uh, as I said, he produced a phenomenal track. I'm really, really, really proud of it. So I'm not sure if anybody's hearing me because nobody is calling me. And I can't tell if I'm if I'm going or if I'm not going or what's happening. But I will say that uh, if you want to call, now is the time. It's 347-308-8747. If you just want to call in and say hi, if you uh, have something to share, want to say something, want to ask something, that would be great. If not, this is going to be an incredibly short show uh, because I'm not necessarily I not, am not necessarily someone that uh, likes talking just about myself uh, especially when since I have so many amazing friends right now that are ah, tearing up the stage and tearing up the recording studio and they got so much going on themselves and I'm one of these people that really enjoys um I really enjoy the success of my friends and because um, I don't know anybody's personal beliefs, but I, if you're only on this planet once, you know, live your best life. And uh, one of the cool things about it is, you know, the relationships you make with people are the things that really get you through the dark times and the hard times. And it's okay. Also, to support someone, you know, even supporting someone that's in the same field as you, because if you're just, if you're going to succeed, somebody else succeeding isn't going to take that away from you unless you're a carbon copy of that person. So my philosophy is that if you have a friend that you can support, it doesn't take anything away from your ability to succeed by supporting them. And being there for them and opening doors for them because in the long run, I think it, it will pay itself back. So, uh, in fact, one of those amazing people I think is listening to my show now. Um, and she has, I, I have to tell you, um, her name, obviously she was the guest before her name is Brandy wine and she I will tell you, has released an amazing, amazing track. And I really hope that everyone gets a chance to listen to it. It was um, it was a version of a song that appeared in The Greatest Showman. And it was a popular, popular song. But uh, Brandy is one of those that uh, hears music a really neat way. And uh, she's more of a rock, kind of a rock singer, in kind of like an evanescence, kind of very clean but very rocky voice. And she did an amazing job on a song called Never Enough. 
And I hope that everyone gets a chance to either go to Spotify or one of their favorite streaming services and look it up. And even more important, maybe download it. Uh, It was an incredible, incredible track. And I've listened to it probably 20 times in the last four days. And I'm in awe of her vocal presence and she has um, the song itself has some really cool guitar work. Uh, she brought in the guitar player. Reach out to my friend Shane, country music singer, and or to see if he'd call it. That's awesome. Okay, that'd be great. Um, but uh, I believe his name is Roger, and he is the Hall of Famer, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, uh, with heart. And he did some guitar work on that song. So I'm just ecstatic for her. So do yourself a favor. Her name is Brandywine, B-R-A-N-D-I-W-Y-N-E. And go to her website. Check that song out. Uh, She's amazing. And put a lot of time and energy into this song. And she really deserves as much recognition as possible because it's it's uh, incredible to hear and I just adore her and um, wow the last note she hits on that song is just phenomenal um, yeah I think she got some really good advice from someone about doing that I don't know who that was it may have been me <laughs> uh, so yeah she's incredible so anyway uh, I would love to talk to some people, and I'm getting messages on Facebook, which is cool. So hopefully uh, some of them will call in because I am getting I am getting messages. Uh, if you want to call in, the number is 347-308-8747. Uh, my name is Michael Cagle, and this is Taking Center Stage uh, with me, your host, and we are... Also heading into the spooky Halloween season. Uh, I've just, I've always been a big Christmas uh, person. You know, I've always loved the holidays. Uh, For me, they start right at Thanksgiving and go through New Year's. And it's all about uh, snowmen for me. Uh, Everybody has their their kind of things they enjoy uh, at Christmas time. And, um, for me, it's just uh, a barrage of snowmen, uh, and um, yeah, but lately I've been kind of getting into the Halloween kind of mood because it's a great way to decorate your yard, uh, and you know, I'm all about that. I'm all about great presentation, and so I, I've just recently got into uh, Halloween. Uh, I don't know. Is anybody else a big Halloween uh, fan, do they decorate their yards? Uh, what holidays do you like uh, best? So, I have a bunch of Sam from Trick or Treat all over my house because uh, I just really like the character. And um, yeah, I a pumpkin on a head is really kind of cool. So, uh, but that's just me because I'm kind of strange and weird, and I like uh, so that's my that and werewolves. Uh, everybody knows me, knows I like werewolves. So I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, this is what you call filling space and time. 
hoping that someone will call in uh, so that you don't feel so dumb. But um, other than that, I will wait to see. Uh, I guess I could play another song, but it's not, you know, not my preference to do that. I'd rather be talking to someone. So uh, I'd really love it if you called area code 347-308-8747 and uh, give me a shout out. I, I'm hoping that last week everybody that tried to call in said the line was busy. So I'm not sure if that is a problem. I'm hoping it's not a problem this week. Because then I'm really in a bad spot. So uh, I'm going to take a quick little break for a second. And uh, not that I don't want to hear from you. In fact, I do. But I'm going to wait to see if somebody comes in. Uh, Other than that, I hate to do this to you guys. But um, here's one. I'm going to play some music because I'm a big fan. And... um, a huge fan of this artist, uh, huge fan. Uh, and I, uh, never got to see her perform and I was really saddened because I think uh, honestly iconic in everything that she did and the voice, as soon as you hear it, you'll know who I'm talking about. Uh, enjoy this. I'll be back at the end of the song. Thanks.
Aretha Franklin, uh, Natural Woman. I just love, uh, I love voices that you don't even have to think, who is that? That you just hear it and you know it. It just, it's the tone or the presentation or the placement or the, you just, you know. It's like, that is, uh, that's Aretha. Uh, That's Patti LaBelle. That's Michael Bolton. Uh, you know, just vocalists who's, who's, I hate to say this, who, who came out when you didn't need auto-tune and, uh, you know, layer after layer after layer to try to create something. They just stepped up to a microphone and sang, and uh, you knew who they were, and you just... Uh, I, I love it. There's there's a whole slew of great great singers that I that I love now. I, I'm a huge fan of Adele, and I love Shawn Mendes uh, for many reasons. But uh, there's still people out today with some really really uh, good good set of vocal chops. Kelly Clarkson uh, is uh, is another one, um, but it seems like, and maybe this is terrible to say, but it just seems like the singers uh, before the turn of the century, God, that sounds so funny to say that, uh, before the turn of the century just were more vocalists. They they didn't have a lot of gimmicks that, that would make them a star. They just had to step up to the microphone and be a star. And uh, I just love that. And Aretha obviously is one of the most iconic voices uh, that you could ever, ever hear. Uh, you just know as soon as that opens up, me and that are, ah, uh, she's just there. Uh, anyway, uh, my number is 347-308-8747. And yes, I am talking up a storm. And I'm going to give this another probably seven minutes. If I don't get any responses, that's okay. Um, I would have planned this a little differently, uh, but I didn't want to just go without doing a show. So I figured I would at least uh, give an attempt to get people. I do have people calling in. Let me see what I've got. I'm looking at last four of 8348, and I'm going to hit this person up. Yay, I hope they're good. Uh, hello, you are on, you're live with me. Hi, who is this? Well, you know, I couldn't just leave you hanging like that. I was going to call in and at least say hi. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it's worries. So, it is so weird because, you know, when, when you got something planned and you're like, you're committed and then they're like, we, we can't make it. What do you do? You know, I, you want to be professional and say, okay, well, the show must go on. We're going to stick with it. We're going to go with it. We're going to push through. And it's a little bit more difficult when you have 90 minutes and nobody talks to you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I am. I'm like, okay, what would I want to hear? Oh, I'm the, so obviously on the line, my incredible, dear, dear, amazing, well, she's family now, but uh, <laughs> my compatriot, 
uh, is Brandywine on the is on the line with us. And I was bragging about you because I'm obsessed with your version of Never Enough. Aw, thank you. I'm, I'm glad obsessed. you like it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I it, wonder who helped me with that uh, head scratch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going to tell you, it is amazing. Like, there's, it's just so well put together and well thought out. And it's, it just like gives you enough of the original to take people on a journey. And then you just, you do your own thing with it. And it is, it's really, it's really amazing. And I really, really, really hope you get the streams and the likes and the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I have been performing my entire life since I was like six years old, but getting into the actual business of the music business is different. And, you know, once you got a grasp of it, of course, everything went into streaming and streaming, of course, changed what everybody thought they knew about the music business. And everybody is now, I think, trying to catch up with, with, what what to do what not to do and but all i know is um if any if anybody here is listening if you haven't now you have your own website right brandy wine brandy wine band uh brandywineproductions.com yeah brandy wine um, productions okay Mhm. Yeah. I, so I had that set up that way um, from when I would help with uh, WKT so that I could do a shoot off of it on a separate page for their stuff um, okay. due to COVID and whatnot. I haven't been able to help them out in a couple of years now, but you know, in case that ever comes back around. <laughs> okay. So, but, so, but your music is on brandywineproductions.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, brandywineproductions.com or uh, Brandy Huang on YouTube and then everywhere else under Brandy Wine. Cool. So, um, but, um, yeah, the you're, you're right, though. The streaming industry has changed music a lot. It's It's been kind of a double-edged sword because it's great. Now everybody can get heard, but now that everybody can get heard, everybody gets lost. <laughs> so the trick is getting people to actually hear what you've put out. That so, is, it is know, what it that, is. Yeah, that is because I remember, you know, uh, being a child of the 80s. Uh, I remember, you know, Tuesdays, I think it was Tuesdays were always the bu- big music release days. And everybody mm-hmm. kind of sat around and waited for who was going to drop what and, you know, what album was going to come out or what CD was going to come out. And now it's just like, Everybody, everybody with with a microphone and you know a good music program is 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 making music, which in in its own way is a good thing, I guess. I I can't really slam it because you know as an artist you you got to do your craft, and I know what that's like. But boy, it is hard to be recognized in a sea with so much out there. So. Yeah, but, well, uh, and it's harder, too, as an indie artist or an independent artist to get people to listen to your stuff because now they're more leery 
Um, because mm-hmm. anybody can put something out. You've got the really great artists out there that want to be heard and should be heard. Um, but then you've also got, you know, random, you know, Matt or Adam or whoever in their garage trying to put something together, and in reality, they're tone deaf. Um, oh, so, yeah. like I said, I again, yeah. it's, like a, Not- it's like a double-edged sword. So, so once somebody gets once or, or twice those types of people up on their new release or the new released music or indie music rotations, then they're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so it, it can really hurt uh, artists that are, you know, trying to trying to get out there and do it, but there's no way to filter right. it or, I mean, before if you didn't have a label to submit your stuff, it didn't get out there. Um, right. So it had to be at a certain level. Now there's no filters anymore. Um and that's not to say that, you know, independents shouldn't do it. They totally should. And, you know, you have to put your stuff out there and you have to try. But, yeah, right. that's just another one of the little hiccups. What was, what, was the, what was the most exciting part of the process of doing that song? What, what, what part of that made you just like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited to Honestly, meeting Roger Fisher. (laughs) Um, Heart, I loved the band Heart. I still do. Um, And uh, so he was someone I listened to for a long time. And I've always admired his guitar playing. I mean, he's the one that came up with the riff for Barracuda. And Mm -hmm. I've always looked up to him. So getting to meet him in person and he's the nicest guy and just get to shake his hand and watch him do his craft. It was great. I loved it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny because when I mentioned that I was going to try and do a rock cover of that, most people kind of shook their heads and they were like, no, no, that can't work. And uh, it was interesting to see then the reactions change after it came out. It's like, no, no, I got people who knew what they were doing. It's all good. It's all good. It's fine. I would actually, I would actually play it now. I don't have it as a track. Uh oh. I mean, yeah, because. Uh, what the, do you need? I can soft, get it to you. Well, the yeah, I mean, the software as that I'm using. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how I would do that. Ah! <laughs> I mean, I, I can do Where it do like next. I can from? do it next. Huh? Where do you What's pull that? your music from using that program? Uh, I have to pull it from. <laughs> I don't know how I do this. Um, <laughs> I just start pressing buttons. Uh, no, there. Let's see. If I go to audio, this is so funny, and this is this is the kind of show that I figured I would do, where I look. Right. Okay, so I have oh, that's to okay. make it. I have to make it as a file. So if I mm-hmm. get the if I get the M if I get it, then I can download it, maybe download it to my 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 uh blah, what's it called? My desktop and then from the desktop import it in. Okay. Um so I I wanted to give a suggestion too. I totally think you need to do like what the last or first Friday of the month or whatever, do like a Kegel's karaoke corner. And have some of these amazing people that you know as artists come in and, and sing live for people. <laughs> I think that would be you know what? I, and extremely entertaining. I, you know what? I absolutely love that idea. 
I I really do. <laughs> and 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 I and it's true. I my my circle of friends is ridiculous. Like I just uh, uh, yeah, I'm blown away at at the at the incredible level of talent that that exists. But I will. What I would like to do is I will get your track put into my uh, audio clips file. And that way I can play it whenever I want to. Oh, no worries. Um, I can. What Have you gotten good response? I, I've seen some of the people's comments, you know, on, on threads about it. And they're like pretty impressed. Are you feeling, are you feeling good with the response that you're getting? Um, you know what? Some of them have been, you know, amazing. I've gotten some that, Again, they just didn't really want to even listen to it because they were a little too leery, which, you know, they're lost. But I've gotten some really good feedback. I've shared it a couple of different places. Um, besides the normal streaming platforms, there's uh, certain, like, Facebook groups and TikTok groups and, you know, all that stuff. I think the nicest comment, one of the nicest comments I've gotten was um, I had a gentleman who I don't know, and uh, he wasn't a follower of mine, but he is now apparently, um, say that I had one of the best voices he's heard in the music industry in a while. So I was really flattered by that. And I was like, oh, that's great. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to start following all your stuff now. I was like, yay, small victories. <laughs> it is. Um, well, you know, it, it, it starts with, it, you know, it starts by unfortunately it's weird because you you your friends support you but they're not as rabid as someone and I rabid I guess is not the the greatest terminology but they don't get as excited as maybe someone that discovers you that doesn't know who you are you know it's um i'm married and you know i get compliments from you know, my husband all the time, you know, about I'm good, but not, I'm not sure, how do I say this correctly? There's very little that I do now that wows him because mm-hmm. he's heard me, he's heard me do so much stuff already that it's hard for him to get excited as opposed to if I go somewhere and no one's ever heard me. Then they're like, oh, my gosh, oh, yeah, you're wonderful, or whatever. And it's because you're new. So I, I, it, it's cool that you are reaching out and people are hearing you that, that aren't just your friends. So. Right. Well, and it's, it's funny, too, because friends and family, you know, we love them and we appreciate all their support. And, right. Um, but after a while, you don't know if they're saying stuff just to be nice or not. <laughs> right. So, um, I mean, and, and I hate to, I don't want to sound like a jerk or anything, but, um, you know, a, a compliment from a total stranger will always have a little bit more weight than a friend or a family member because you never really know. Be like, oh, are they saying that to be nice or are they, you know, being genuine or um, but also as a right. musician, I always, because of that, I always want to help other musicians, which is why, you know, when I was messaging you before I was telling you, I was trying to get you another singer on your show for you. Um, he might need some more advanced notice though, cause he is super busy. Um, uh, my buddy Shane, uh, Shane Thornton, he's an amazing country singer. Um, 
He was uh, JMA's Male Songwriter uh, of the Year in 2019. Um, he's been on the oh, wow. IRCA's, AM, yeah, the ACMA's in 2020 and 2021. Um, he used to be a bassist for Just Bates. I mean, he's he's a great, an all-around great guy, too. So nice. I was like, I, I was really hoping, but... You know, when people get to that level, they're also super busy. And it's like, oh, come on, please. He's on for like another 45 minutes. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, and, you know, like I said, in, any exposure is, you know, good exposure for all artists. You, you never know where you're going to find that next fan. And in the music industry, what you really want to um, attribute or, or what you want to attract are what they call the, the core group or super fans. Because those are the ones that are really going to promote and push your music and follow you. And uh, most artists, if they can establish anywhere between like 20 to 100 of them, you know, they're good. And those are going to be total strangers that don't know you but really love your stuff and believe in what you're doing. So, uh, but yeah. So anyway, but I tried. (laughs) Well, thank you. Uh, That's one thing about you. You you definitely, you are a big support of of those around you. I mean, you're, you're as much as I know you want to succeed, you're not all about just you though. And that's a really nice, refreshing thing. Cause there's, like I said, there's a lot of people that, um, you know, there's a lot of people that, Oh, what was I going to say? Wow. I was reading all these messages coming in. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Ah, where was I at? Ah, that's what happens when you read three messages at one time. Your head goes wah. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I try to support other artists because um, I know how difficult it is, and I want to see people who have talent succeed. So even if it's not me, then and, and, I, and I don't think you know what, and I don't think I don't think I don't know what I was going to say. I don't think people, I don't think that people realize that. And I was saying this at the beginning of the show. I don't, there are so many people that are afraid of complimenting or supporting someone else in the area that they're in. They're so afraid that that person will, you know, succeed and that they won't, that they just spend their entire time asking for support from other people, but not giving it. And I will get it Ooh, like this. Yes. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish finish your sentence because I'm going to go off topic. Well, I was just going to say, I, you know, um, because, I, you know, it, the music industry, just like acting, just like any kind of performing arts, is competitive. You're going to always mm-hmm. have someone that's right underneath, you know, that's breathing on, on your neck or that you're competing with. But the bottom line is, is that if you have what someone wants and you can deliver it then it wouldn't matter if someone else is competing against you if you're the best one for that job or the best one for that position or the best one for that role or you know the then you're going to get it you know uh if, if i have a friend named sam and sam you know, always competes with me for gigs. Um, I shouldn't hate Sam if Sam gets gigs because if I'm competing with him or in the ring with him, quote unquote, 
and I'm doing everything that I can, but they, they're still getting the gigs, then there's something about Sam that's good. And I need to acknowledge that. But I wouldn't, right. stop, I wouldn't stop Sam from, I wouldn't stop celebrating Sam, so, you know, his promotions just because I, I wasn't getting something. And, and that's just, that's just my philosophy. I'm like, you know, I, I want to succeed and I want, I want to be able to do as much as I possibly can, but I'm also going to go out there and support my, my friends that are doing the same thing, you know, because I, this is a tough business. And so it is, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I, give me, okay. Anyway, give me, you give me your say? number again. Give me your num- call in number one more time. Okay. What was so your, what's your call in number? It's three, four, seven. Three four three seven. Oh eight. Three oh eight. Eight seven four seven. Eight seven four seven. Okay. Speaking of absolutely amazing artists, um, I have a friend of mine. Her name is Tamari. Um, she is a South Washington uh, person who uh, is the lead singer for a band called Long Duster. Uh, they're a rock alternative band in the area they're relatively new however they have been getting amazing reviews written up about them and have been booking shows left and right and i believe she's going to call in so uh we may have another person here so she can talk to you about their new group and what's going on with them awesome that would be um, wonderful because that's how we do things here we just of course well like i said i want to have my hey Anyone who does music, um, but um, I'm trying to type at the same uh, time here. Um, yeah, so she's absolutely amazing. No, the off-topic one I was going to say is you totally should have um, uh, Chris. Uh, I always say her last name wrong. Gowen. You oh, should I have her come her. on and yeah. talk about her podcast, the Before You Swipe because she does that whole podcast about dating apps and profiles and as being a PhD in sexual, uh, I don't know what it's considered, sexual doctor or whatever. Um, she, her, her podcast is absolutely hysterical um, that she does with her friend. And I bet you that would be a really fun episode too. Plus she's a singer and, you know, she competed in the karaoke circuit and all that. So, you know, that yeah. can still tie in with me too. <laughs> But yeah, her podcast is awesome. It always makes me laugh. I've got okay. I'm, I'm gonna be connecting caller uh, at the last four digits are eight three six one, and I'm gonna go live. Let's see. Uh, hello, you're live. Eight three six one. Who is this? Hi, this is Timory Moxie. There she oh. is. We were just talking about is, you. Hi. Yes, this is Hello. the lead singer for Long Duster. It's an amazing band that recently started in Washington. Where, whereabouts are you located? Uh, we're located out of Tacoma, Washington. Oh, okay. You're not that far. Okay. You're not that far. All right. So tell me about yourself. Tell me about your group. Well, we formed... Back in June of this year, and it's been kind of a a whirlwind. Things have taken off really quickly. Um, but as a whole, there's there's four of us in the band, and as a whole, we have over 50 years' experience in the music industry. 
And I, I myself have been in other rock bands for years. I have a, a degree in vocal performance. And we, we've all been performing for a long time, but this is the first time we've performed together. And it's just been absolutely magical. Um, we do a lot of kind of rock, rockabilly, punk type music. And uh, now we've just hit the ground running. Wow, dude, um, are you doing originals, covers, both? So we started out with just a couple of original songs, and now we have about seven. We do kind of fill in our set list with a couple covers just to kind of keep the crowd interested and ramped up and whatnot until we can kind of fill in those gaps with the energy we're looking for with some more originals. Um, at this time, like I said, I think we have about seven originals written that we're performing. Awesome. Yeah. So where do, um, where do you get, where have you gotten to perform? Is it, so uh, far we've performed at the Plaid Pig down on South Tacoma Way, the okay. Airport Tavern on South Tacoma Way, and the Valley down on Puyallup Avenue in downtown Tacoma. Um, we've done a few private gigs and on November 4th, we'll be at the plaid pig. Is that the plaid pig? Yes. Okay. So what, what part of performing do you like the best? For me, I love the energy exchange between me and my fellow musicians, and between us and and the crowd. That is my favorite part of performing. It really is magic when you get that that energy back and forth between the people who came to watch you and support you and and between you and and your music family, right? And it's, uh, it's really something that I live for. That's excellent. I've been meaning to ask for a while. Tamari, how did you come up with the name Lung Duster? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I did not did. come up with that name. It actually came from our guitarist. He uh, he actually brought that over from a former band he was in. Um, and you would have to ask him where that name comes from because I <laughs> honestly don't know, but I like the way it sounds. So, And I like the stickers, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a couple of those stickers on my guitar case. All right. Yes. Everybody, everybody stay on. I've got another caller. Eight, eight, uh, hold on. 8910. You are live. 8910. Hi, who is this? Hello? 8910. Is there somebody there? I know there's somebody there. You're showing up, but okay. I'm going to put you back on hold. Uh, but thanks for calling in, I guess. Uh, I'm glad <laughs> you're listening. Yeah, somebody's on mute or something. That's fine. I'll come back to you in a, in a little bit. Uh, the last four digits, 8910. I did recognize you. I'll get back to you in a little bit. And now we'll go back to uh, the others. Hi, how are you? Um, <laughs> oh, good. So, so you're um, 
how did you first start singing? How did you get into singing? Um, for me, I've been singing since longer than I can remember. I I okay. do have a memory of performing solo in in church when I was five, and it was always something that I I did, and and my my dad kind of helped bolster that and and feed that desire that I always had to sing. Um, so growing up, it was always singing at church, singing at school. And, you know, I always had more of a formal choral till about my late teens when I was really finding my own sound. And then into my 20s, as I started working with more recording artists, and exploring different things that I was interested in doing and the sounds that I was wanting to create with my voice. Um, and that took a long time. That's, that's one thing. I'm, I'm also a vocal coach, and I work with my students, and I always tell them my goal is not to make them sound a specific way. My goal is to make them sound like their best possible self. Cool. So... Yeah, yeah it's something me, I've done. Singing has always just been a natural thing. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm. I also, I also do vocal coaching, and uh, even no matter, no matter what I'm doing, no matter what level of performance that I'm doing, I always maintain uh, spots for for students because I love being able to uh, give back. And I love seeing people achieve, you know, their goals and their dreams or at least reaching their best potential. And so I, I, I relate to that a lot. Um, even when I, when I was in Vegas, I was, I, even though I was doing showrooms and, and performing nightly, I still had my student, my students during the day, some of them, and I just loved it because it was such a it was such a great way to stay in touch with with your foundation but also to kind of give back and and uh, that's awesome that's really nice to hear absolutely 100 percent. i always um feel better after a day of coaching my students Mm -hmm. because it, it almost feels selfish because it is helping me to stay connected to the foundation of singing and I also end up warming up my own voice and my own body in the process when I'm helping them and coaching them through it. But I love, I love seeing that next step, that next goal achieved in my students when they, they find the, the control in their soft palate and, and their, their voice and they open up and they hear that ringing that maybe they've never heard come from themselves again, like before. Yeah. And, and it's wonderful to, to see them light up when that happens. That's great. Ooh. That is great. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Michael, yes. you should have her, you should have her do your, your Kegel corner and, and sing something for everybody. Since uh, I don't think she has any music released yet. That way they know what she sounds like. <laughs> I'm so horrible. <laughs> oh my God. Wait a minute, what are you roping me into? Yeah. I, <laughs> She's like, man, I'm not, I'm never trusting this girl again. 
What are you? Well, I got an idea. Give me a taste of what you sound like acapella. Um. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna hold my phone away from my face. I I, I know that. <laughs> I I know that one. Uh, let's see. Wow, there's a lot there to really like. Uh, really yeah. good. She's amazing really nice live warm. too. She's got great stage presence. Yeah, yeah, that's a Don't really people, nice. That's my superpower: evoking emotion with my voice. Okay. I like to melt faces, make people cry. <laughs> Jeez. I, I yeah well, yeah I vouch for the melting faces part. <laughs> I think we have one, two. We have two songs that my guitarist will sing to kind of give me a break once in a okay. while, and I'll just kind of do a little backup vocals for him, little rhythm stuff. Um, and as we move forward with our writing, I think we'll start finding a little more balance um, because some of our stuff can get pretty heavy, and so I have to give myself a little bit of a break. And we, we really tailor our set list so that I don't get vocal fatigue in the middle of the show. Yeah. Um, and so our, our songs will kind of hit hard at the beginning and then calm down a little bit and ramp up and then calm down and then, you know, big finish, big finish at the end of the set so that I don't end up wiping myself out. <laughs> that makes sense. How long does your yeah. stats usually last? Well, right now we we could we do have enough songs to do maybe an hour and a half, but typically when we're doing the local music scene, they allow about 45 minutes to an hour. Um okay. and so our our goal is to have a full album released in spring and not all the songs that we currently have written are actually going to go on the first album we release. So, okay. you know, we're trying we're trying to build kind of a catalog right now and be able to do shows like summertime festivals where they may want more than an hour's worth of music and okay. really interdisperse more covers and originals for things events like that because we actually were invited to quite a few of those this summer even though we literally just started in june that's amazing 
Yeah. Again, it's been it's been really fantastic and shocking. I and mean, you kind of we've kind of had to sit back and really analyze what the hell has happened in the last five months. Um, yeah. because it just went so fast. So, so yeah, as soon as right, we so started performing together, just whoop. How do how do listeners follow you? Where, where should they go to follow you? So we have a Facebook page. It's Lung Duster, one word, and an Instagram, Lung Duster underscore music. You can follow us there, see any events that we have coming up, any shows, um, kind of see what we're doing in the studio a little bit. Um, we are, we should be launching a YouTube channel next week, I think. And, oh, fun. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're building the social media platform because I, I recognize where that's going to be need to have a little more attention um we do have a sound cloud it is also just lung duster there's currently nothing on it but it's there it's set up if people want to follow us on that platform um so what what what's your guys's goal let's say in the next what, what would you guys like to be doing within the next three years I know what I would like to be doing, and that's actually a conversation I should probably sit down and have with the guys and see what the long term it looks like for them. I know that, like I said, it's it's been June, July, August, September, four months, and where we are now is crazy. So in three years, we could be touring the the, the lower forty eight. You know, it, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Because, right. um, like I said, our, our goal is to buckle down this winter and get the rest of our album written, recorded, mastered, and have an album release party by 420. That's the goal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I wish you the very best. Um, I will probably bring you on again, so uh, maybe a little bit closer to uh, maybe the beginning of the year, see where you guys are at and how the, how the writing has gone and, and uh, everything. But, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, connect with me on Facebook. I'd like to stay in touch with you and, and you know, uh, follow up with you individually as well. So. Absolutely. Uh, it was a joy talking to you, Michael, and I will, yeah, I'll reach out to you right now when we get off the phone. That's awesome. And thank you so much. I really do. I really wish you the best. I, it's nice to see success stories happening. So it, it I is, it is. It Coming is. Coming out of and, uh, the, the Panini, it's, uh, it's been a roller coaster watching things come out of the woodwork and, uh, yeah. Seeing what survived and what didn't. Yep. This, We're going to have to do a show a... together sometime soon because it's an Absolutely. excuse to hang out and drink. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm in. That would be, All right. That would be awesome. So we'll set it up. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Take care, and I'll be in touch. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Right. Well, that was cool. Are you still there? Yeah, she's a, yeah, yeah, I'm still there. Um, yeah, no, she's, she's an awesome, you know, human being. And, uh, if you, if you manage to, to get them, uh, back on the show, maybe you can get all of them together in the same room, which would be hysterical because her other bandmates have awesome personalities too. So that's awesome. And, you know, I know that, I know this is what, you know, what you want to (laughs) do. All right. I've got eight, nine, one, oh, live. Who is that? Uh, say hi. Hello. Eight nine one zero. Yes. Do you know your own phone number? <laughs> you you called in. I'm letting you have a chance to say hi. Are you there? Hi. Oh wait. Eight nine one zero. No. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Am I on air? You are. You are? I am? Oh, yes. my gosh. This is Rebecca. Hi. Hi. I wanted to say hi, and this is my first time calling in, and you said to have your friends call in, so I'm doing it. Well, thank you. How are you? Are you enjoying the show? I'm good. I'm doing good. Good. Can are you, you enjoying me? the show? Huh? Yes, very much. I love it. Thank you. So what would you like to talk about or say or ask or? (laughs) I don't know what I want to talk about. What do you want me to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) I can give Uh you categories. It's one of those calls. Oh, no. No. Um, Where they're all excited and and then they get shy. Well, I I would talk about myself, but I'm not going to bore your listeners. Well, give us a, give us a little tell me tell us a little bit about yourself so we know who you are at least. Okay, well, I um, what do you want to know? What I like? My family? Sure, whatever you like. The, here, well, here's the thing. I'm You're, known as an artist. Okay. Um, I I don't like to talk about blindness, but I'm a blind. I like to crochet. And I think I know who this is. Did you compete in um, WKT doing, before? But, huh? Did you compete in WKT? Yes, I did. I know who this is. <laughs> I knew I recognized that voice. <laughs> My voice? I, I, yes. I, I, I saw you when you performed in um, Vegas. I didn't and go you, in Vegas, but I did it in Seattle. Oh, in Seattle. I, did okay. I knew it was one of them. Did. But um, I had this guy as my one of my karaoke judges. Uh huh. You just hot. So, anyways, um, uh, <laughs> trying not to be nervous. That's okay. I you can be nervous. Crocheted, and I also like to sing too. 
Okay. So I've done karaoke. I've done some auditions. I've, um, you know, I'm not doing karaoke right now, but I am singing. Well, good. What what's some um, of your favorites? What what is some of your favorite music to sing? I love Elvis. Elvis. But okay. I have to say, I I made a mistake on one of my auditions um, a few years back. I had them saying, "Well, you know, you shouldn't have done Elvis," and I said, "Well, I sat there and thought, okay, you didn't like it, but that's all right with me." I, you know, exactly. I moved and, on. Huh? I moved on and sang other songs and, Good. you know, I didn't go through the keep on singing, but, you know, I did try out. All right. But um, I can talk about my other hobbies a little bit if you so how did you get into that. how did you get into crocheting? How did I get into crocheting? That's a good question. Well, my real mother, she was in a lot of crafts. She was into sewing, crocheting, um, anything, and so learn on a big hook. It's a K hook. And I did rugs, and then I did afghans, and like I said, I don't speak. So I have to do it a different way. I have to hold the hook in one hand, and then I have to take the yarn and the pattern I'm working on, let's say, I don't know, making a potholder or scarf or something. Right. Um, so I have to take the pattern and I have to hold it in my left hand and then I have to field all the stitches with my left hand. Oh, wow. While, okay. Um, one of these days, maybe I'll have to come back out here and show you guys. You know, demonstrate if you want. That would be but that would, would be interesting. I'm, I I I'm completely lost when it comes to crocheting. So, uh, you, um, you definitely I can you definitely talk about yarn. I can talk about the different hooks I use. Learning about different crochet hooks because some patterns, like for example. Oh, my gosh. I hope I'm not boring your listeners. If I am, I'll... If I am, you know, I can save this for another time. I don't, I don't think you're boring anybody. I don't think you're boring anybody. No, we... Go ahead and finish. Okay, okay, okay. If you want me to finish, I will. Anyway, um... Before I finish, I also like to sing other songs, and I've already recent taught myself three more new songs. Wow, okay. So, and uh, when I did my karaoke, I'll go back to the crochet in a minute. 
I did not have the screen in front of me. I had to memorize all my lyrics. Yep. Memorize the tune and everything. So that's how I did it. Good for you. Now I'm going back to the crochet. So I make different things. And so when you have different patterns and different yarns, you have to use different hooks. Um, and there are, I don't know, off the top of my head, there's a few. And I had to buy a couple more because I did not have them in my possession. But most of the time, he used an H hook. And before I used the H hook, my mother had me practicing on the K hook. And, oh, man. That, it, that I used for, like, rugs, and then I started doing afghans. I can do scarves. Um potholders, I make different things and going to be selling some in December. So um, there are different yarns out there and I have two stores I like to go to and I, you know, can probably teach anybody the basic stitches. But um, I don't know very many fancy ones, so don't ask me. And uh, so my real mother taught me, like I said, and I probably had other people in my family do it, but I didn't. Are you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. Well, I'm okay. going to go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to uh, probably bring you on another time. We can talk a little bit more, but uh, sure, I, sure. Just, I, want, I wanted to thank you for calling and saying hi and sharing the lot. That was very nice. Well, I wanted to help you out, you know. knew you needed thank a you friend so much. pinch well, to I help just, you out because I also could talk about my dad a little bit. He was a musician. Um he played the piano and he sang and uh, stuff like that. I can talk a little bit. So if you ever want me on another time, I'd be happy to do it. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I do appreciate it. Well, this is not my phone. I'm using somebody else's phone. Okay. So I don't know if I ever go live with you. I don't know if there's a link. Or how I would do yeah. it on my iPad. Yeah, you can do it on your iPad. You definitely can. Okay, well, then I'm going to have to. All know. right. Okay, thanks, Michael. And I hope oh, to thank you. you soon. You take care. You bet. Happy, have, have a happy Halloween. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, you too. Don't eat too much candy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, you do. You All right. Uh, wow. Okay. So we are winding down. See, I didn't have any guests at the beginning, and now I've I've had three. So I'm excited. Are you still with me, Brandy? 
Yep, I'm just back here listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did want to say something. I can't do a music show and can't be a singer without uh, taking a moment to talk about uh, uh, the passing of, wow, another legend in the music industry. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis passed away today. And uh, he was, you know, he was a pioneer and definitely one of everybody, you know, everybody talks about Elvis and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Elvis and, and, but there were so many people that were influential and, and really set the wheels in motion for rock and roll. And, you know, you can't, you, you can't really talk about that era and, and the legends and the giants of that without talking about, you know, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis and Little Richard, you know, those two were so, uh, so important to to rock and roll in the beginning. And, uh, uh, yeah, he was, I believe, 89? 87. 87. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and, and, and he had his, he had his, you know, share of controversy and, and, um, but at the end of the day, he was a, you know, like I said, he was definitely a pioneer and a, a, a true, a true, what's the word I'm thinking of? He was in, he was a serious influence into music and rock and roll. Um, and both, I remember they said both him and Elvis at one time were, uh, competitors, but also friends, and you know they they shared a lot of the same interest and energy. So I'm right. excited. I mean, I'm well, excited. I'd, I'd probably say he was probably the in the first person to coin the rockabilly sound. Um you know, back in the day, and that's influential even today for a lot of modern rock and roll. Um, we always go through these phases of what in rock and roll is predominant, but that really was his. And for those of people who are listening who don't know who that is, um, one of his biggest hits was like Great Balls of Fire. He was considered a revolutionist in piano. Um, right. He just, yeah. I mean, he was such an amazing, amazing artist. Um and he helped write so many songs. I mean, yeah. uh, I think uh, he also did Me and Bobby McGee. He re- helped write that, um, which is another oldie but goodie um, that, you know, you hear at karaoke all the time. But, yeah, he was he was an amazing person, and it's going to be – it's going to be felt um, now that he's gone. And if I – yeah, so, if I remember right – if I remember right, on the opposite end of the spectrum, was it was it his cousin or his brother was um, Jimmy Swaggart? Um, I don't remember to be totally honest. Yeah, I um, I know. Like I, yeah, I, I know I, he I got the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award, <laughs> and he no. made it into Grammy Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, and he yes. just got inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2022. So at least he lived long enough to see that. That is, yeah. Um, 
Well, it was kind of weird because I remember yesterday and Wednesday there was this meme going on about that he had already passed. And then his, um, oh, I don't know, his manager or his representative said, no, no, he's he's still alive. But, you know, um, but now evidently he, he did pass. So it's uh, been officially announced. Yeah. It, so yeah. I guess some of the one of the stories I should say that I heard about that, um, because I was one of the ones who posted about that the first time around, or rather shared a post about it is, I guess he went in the hospital and he supposedly died for a short period of time and some ah. people caught wind of that. And so they, they put it out there, but then he had been revived. So then the manager was like, he's not dead. He's not dead. And I think he made it another 48 hours or so uh, before he officially passed away and they couldn't bring him back. So um, I actually did not hear the story behind why he died. Did you happen to? No, no. I mean, eighty-seven's a eighty-seven's a healthy, healthy lifespan. It's a good age. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a good age. If I lived to be eighty-seven and still moving the way he did, you know, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. So we want to. If I had some, if I had goodness gracious, great balls of fire on my set list, I'd play it right now. But I don't. And I just know. You shake my nerves and you're out of my brain. Da-na-na-na. Too much love is a man insane. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. There that's you the go. That's, there you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, thank you for calling in. You're so awesome. I wish you the best luck. And obviously, we'll see each other quite often because that's what we do. We we get to hang out and. Uh, I, I think you're doing a private gig tomorrow night, correct? Yeah, so um, my band is going to be performing in Snohomish uh, tomorrow night. Um, we are up at the Eagles Club, which is normally a members-only uh, event. So, yeah, it's kind of like a private gig. Um, if you know someone who is an Eagles member, you can kind of get a, a side pass uh, to sign in as a guest for the evening which is great because they have really cheap alcohol and really good food. But again, part of it is you have to be a part of that uh, society. You have to like be nominated or something. And our bass player, David, uh, happens to be um, an Eagles member for Kirkland. So we play a couple of their of their venues when they want to have us out. So they're doing their big Halloween bash tomorrow night with a costume contest and all that good stuff. If you know someone and want to go, it's it's a great idea. Otherwise, I can't help you out. Sorry. <laughs> what does it say? We're friends but, with the band? I mean, yeah, you could get away with that. If you said you're friends with the band, they might just have you sign in the guest list and you can waltz on in. Um, but that would mean they have to listen to your podcast to do that. So, I mean, I guess I could – if anyone does that and they, they want to confirm it with me, tell them to say that Michael Michael gave you permission to come, and I'll I'll give a pass on it, and I'll I'll sign you in. So. All right. Well, that's our show for today. <coughs> Woo! So, I, I was going to say, are you doing anything spooky this weekend? But I, I guess performing is spooky enough. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's always a thrill. So, you know, live music, whatever can go wrong will go wrong. So, it's always the average are, every are, time you perform. Are you, are you dressing up? Um, yes and no. 
um, I am going in a uh, 1920s gown. So well, kind of, but I I don't I don't do the the Halloween dress up thing so much. So uh, it's it's dressing up without having to dress up. It's my cheater method. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. That is the one and only Brandy Wine, who I am very glad to say stops in all the time and makes my podcast a podcast or make my radio show sound even more better than it possibly ever could, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay. I still I still want to hear you do the karaoke corner, too. Are, are you going to take requests on what you think and uh, put you up to it? Be like, Michael, I, I want to hear this. <laughs> yeah. What song would you want? Me? Ooh. Yeah. Um, what is uh, – I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was from the second Phantom of the Opera that you used to do. I loved that song. Um, oh, Till I Hear You Sing. Yes. Yes. I love that song when you used to sing it, so – I love that song too. I love that song. But uh, other people, I'm sure, have other ones they could put you up to also. <laughs> I'm, sure, hint, I'm hint. sure they could. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All well, right. I better let you go because I actually have to go get ready for a rehearsal. But um, I love you, and I hope you guys have a, a wonderful weekend. And please, everybody, be safe. And Michael, I will talk to you soon. Thank you. And everybody, check Bye. out brandywineproductions.com. Check out her single. Of never enough. Seriously, stop whatever you're doing. Look up this single. Check it out. Stream it. Buy it. Put it on your playlist. You will love this song. I mean that sincerely. It's incredible. So, all right, everybody. I'm going to sign off with a song. And when we're done, we're done. But thank you guys for hanging out with me so long uh, and making the day work. I was not going to do a show, but I'm glad I decided to stay with it. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels with no direction My faith is shaking And hurts I gotta keep trying Gotta keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it through Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to
And um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, once again, I want to give a shout out to World Movement Records and I Am Indie for uh, helping sponsor this show. Uh, it's truly an honor to be able to do this, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, if you know any musicians, friends, performing artists, actors, directors, writers, singers, poets, whatever, uh, that do performing creative arts, this is a place for them to take center stage and talk about what matters to them. And uh, maybe together we will uh, create a center stage that we all want to inhabit. So have a great one and take care. Happy Halloween. And uh, remember, always check your candy.